where technology has really taken over is in areas like media planning. When we first started advertising, there was only one Doordarshan and only one Chitrahar and one Hindi feature film. Correct. Today, if you look at the sort of choices that are available and the planning that needs to go into, uh, you know, buying um, time for clients. So I think technology has really made a big difference in areas like media planning and buying because um, that is one area. And then in terms of research, uh, understanding consumer insights and using analytics, mm. these are areas where I think um, technology has started to play a big, big role. Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a vodcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. If you're new to our channel, please consider subscribing to it and hit the bell icon so that you never miss an update. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very, very tall leader from the branding and marketing space, Mr. Sridhar Ramanujam. Sridhar, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Sridhar is the founder of Brandcom, which is now a part of Madison World. He has earlier worked with Pratibha Advertising, RK Swami BBDO, and Mudra Communications. And he is also the former president uh, of the Advertising Club of Bangalore. And I'm, as I'm always partial to authors, he's an author of three books. So uh, Sridhar, let's talk about Brandcom. Tell me a little bit about this venture. Yeah, sure. So Brandcom is a 22-year-old company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I've spent my entire life in advertising. So we said at that time, advertising was become, becoming commoditized. And mm-hmm. Let's do an advertising agency with a difference. Mm-hmm. So we did a few things different. We were the first sort of agency to start working on retail. And I'm talking of this late 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, you know, we were doing some nice work. Then we morphed into more of a branding company. There was a lot of interest in branding at the time. So mm-hmm. naming your brand uh, identity, positioning was something that we did a lot for the company. So we sort of morphed into a branding company. And then one of my clients who I had served for many years walked into my office today and uh, one day and said, uh, I'm starting a new venture. Mm-hmm. Will you do PR for me? You know, uh, that company, you know, I wish I could say the rest was history, but mm-hmm. that was a company called uh, Industry Garments, started by Sridham Srinivasan and mm-hmm. seven others from Majura Garments. And uh, we uh, did the PR, which was an outstanding success, not so much due to our efforts as to the you know visibility of the people involved in the venture. And then the Tail started to wag the dog and we became a PR company. We did some outstanding work for the future group. Mr. Biani is, uh, you know, was the retail king of those times and I was glad to learn and grow with him. Uh, and then over the last few years, um, we also expanded our, our practice to become a social media company because there's more and more integration happening. And um, now we are part of uh, Madison World. This okay. happened three years ago. Wonderful. We are uh, continuing to do things that we were doing, perhaps better. And uh, we have six offices in India and some exciting clients across categories. Fantastic. So, you know, when I was reading about you, you also used the word or a phrase that you are a niche communications company. Yeah. Yeah. Help me understand this. 
Yeah. So what happened uh, when we were working in advertising, and that seems so long ago, uh, the advertising agency did everything. It was what we called as a full service agency. To tell you a little anecdote, if somebody wanted a letterhead printed, also they would go to the advertising agency. Yep. So you were, uh, you know, you were designing logos, you were doing point of purchase, you were doing television commercials, you were doing radio spots, and as I said, printing letterheads as well. But uh, I think after liberalization, uh, when the opportunities for business expanded, uh, clients realized that the unbundling of services was a, you know, a greater opportunity for them. Like, for example, there were specialized firms on identity. There are packaging design firms which really specialize in that sort of thing. Mm. So they said, whilst this increased the work on the bank, uh, brand manager, it definitely um, meant that the client was getting greater expertise in a smaller area of the whole branding gamut. Mm. And I think that's really what we said. Let's focus on a few things rather than trying to be everything. Like we don't, we didn't buy media even in those days. Mm. We said, I don't have the competence nor the clout to really get value for my clients. So let me stay uh, with what is my core competence which was more designing strategy for brands, positioning, repositioning, that's all. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, when I was uh, uh, much younger with ITC, uh, I was involved with the launch of Sundrop Oil. Yes. Um, and I, you must be knowing my, my good friend, Coco. I, I, I remember the commercial with the Puri and the boy. Is that the correct, right one? Correct. So, correct. so my memory is not Absolutely. as bad as it should be. So, you yeah. know, when I used to look at Kokun, my good, my very, very dear friend and older brother, uh, I used to wonder, you know, the life of in advertising used to be very glamorous and I was in finance. Yeah. And then I, much later, I saw this Mad Men uh, serial and I said, wow, that's the kind of life one needs to have. And yet when I have spoken to advertising professionals, things have changed. So I'd like to get your perspective on how advertising has changed over the decades. See, I think, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's a very interesting point that you raised because when I came to advertising, mm -hmm. um, that was 1983, okay, probably just after you were born, I'm assuming. And just after I was born. <laughs> no, no, I'm 64 <laughs> years old. I know. Ah. Don't look at <laughs> okay. So uh, I did this, um, you know, we came to advertising because we wanted to do great ads. I mean, Unfortunately, within in with many people in advertising, there's a hidden desire to be a copywriter. Mm. And sometimes that ends up in you write books, but you don't write ads. Anyway. Correct. So in those days, advertising was truly glamorous. If you remember the this was the launch of television in a big way. Yeah. And you might remember ads like Little, which yeah. you know, people Karen look, Lunel, for, look yeah. forward to listening mm. and watching. Um, and I think this continued for Nearly a decade, some outstanding work happened. Alik Padamsi was there. You know, very nice work was happened. And Mudra did some nice work for Vimal and Rasta and all this stuff. Mm. I think uh, liberalization, uh, whilst it increased opportunities for uh, people and advertising, I think in a large, to a large extent was, saw the death knell of that creative business that we all grew up in. Because almost every agency became part of a large international network. And people would be discussing quarterly figures and this budget and that budget. And, you know, I uh, I can't quote uh, because this is your, uh, you know, 
podcast and uh, viewership is quite high but there was one of the greatest creative people of all time in in india i don't want to name him and after this change one of his art directors went to him with an amazing photograph and uh, normally that guy would have said wow what a lovely picture how are you going to use it etc instead he asked me is the client going to pay for this okay so you can see the entire shift i know in uh, you know priorities no and these were legends in their own mm. uh, you know lifetime so i think that shift happened uh, you know we started working with global brands and global agencies and uh, we kept talking about that 20 to 22% margins and things like that and i think that made advertising no longer a fun sort of industry to to be mm. in do i have not compared notes with the people who actually left i think some of the people like say balki might have left because you know uh, the real creative is happening outside in commercial films so maybe you know some of the most creative people have also moved out of the industry mm-hmm. so i think there has been a shift towards more corporatization and as a consequence i think that excitement and glamour of the advertising agency has probably taken a hit very interesting so my next question to you sridhar is that you know as someone who spent almost your entire life in advertising and marketing what goes into building a successful brand see i think uh, you know there's enough which has been said and written about it but the two big things that to my mind uh, if you look at the sustaining brands brands that have been there for a long time one is they're obviously relevant to their consumers hmm. because otherwise they wouldn't be in business in, in the first place the second is i think they are in their own way quite different from their competition mm-hmm. so they keep uh, you know doing stuff you now if you take a brand like olgate and i'm sure you're familiar with the uh, mm-hmm. consumer space having worked in it you know like yeah. uh, you know they they do a so i mean a, a toothpaste with salt in it so they they keep upgrading themselves keep offering uh, changes after all if you look at something like surf excel it's still the same uh, detergent that uh, my mother must have used 40 years ago but they still somehow managed to keep updating themselves keeping themselves relevant to a newer set of customers who come in so i think these things about quality and all that are now you know hygiene uh, you probably remember the bajaj scooter which many yeah. of us thought will only start if you turn it to the left etc Mm-hmm. that sort of quality will not sustain today so i think the competition is phenomenal so i think uh, brands that are relevant and continue to be different from their competition are the ones that are sustaining and successful very interesting and uh, my next question is then uh, you mentioned that you also have transitioned into talking doing a lot of work in social media uh, yeah. and digital advertising yeah. Yeah. yeah but tell me how how are the traditional platforms of print tv cinema adapting to the challenges of uh, the digital media see i think one is um, you know everyone has a print, uh, print and a digital version so sure. any publication if you talk even if yeah. you if i take a tamil which is my mother tongue the most powerful um, you know medium is vigadan which used to be a magazine but now it's such a powerful portal and everything that mm-hmm. uh, so they have upgraded themselves the second thing is unlike the west uh, where uh, you know newspapers are dead or dying in india actually print is uh, 
particularly regional print has grown Great. simply because as literacy uh, sort of increases people have been looking at the newspaper as i mean i'm not i'm not sure how long it will sustain with the quality of journalism that we sometimes have mm. but i think that is one thing which is going in our favor and because of the population of the country and the vast reach which television offers i still see television sustaining i cannot see a surf excel or a sundrop or a, you know or a colgate or anyone going away from television so if you look at png internationally a lot of their work will happen on digital but in india they will still use uh, television to a large extent but the fact of the matter is digital is growing at a much faster pace than um, traditional media as we know and uh, that is something which is working um, brands have to understand appreciate and actually capitalize on the medium which they are to grow very very interesting and uh, my converse question to that would be there a lot of brands are now keeping money for social media correct so how is social media changing advertising that's very interesting because you know if um, the emphasis is shifted more from advertising to say can i get a celebrity to endorse not that mm. celebrity celebrity which we are familiar with it's not sharukh khan or mm. you know virat kohli but it could be a chef yeah and you know he suddenly shows your oil uh, while he's making these exotic dishes and in his youtube channel has 2 million views yes uh, and uh, some of these uh, celebrity endorsers are unfortunately also taking commercial considerations so i think the focus is sort of shifting from traditional advertising to new ways of engaging with the customer mm. and i think that's really what is uh, going to happen like for example uh, one of the brands that uh, our group madison worked for they did work for parachute and mm -hmm. um, they did a phenomenal campaign on tiktok which got so much uh, you know engagement uh, that you know traditional advertising just cannot compete with this sort of uh, engagement so i think that's perhaps one significant shift and of course you have this uh, traditional advertising people are creating more communication for youtube not necessarily you know you run a 3 minute commercial i mean if i were to run a 3 minute commercial on ipl then i would probably go bankrupt right correct so i think those are the sort of changes which are uh, happening and uh, you will see more of that as we go fascinating and you know uh, technology has has impacted virtually the entire corporate yeah. you know world how has technology impacted advertising i think uh, you know we are still i'd say if you look at traditional advertising a lot of it is um, you know brick and mortar in the sense that it's still the power of the idea mm. uh, i might use technology if i'm doing animation and things like that but where technology has really taken over is in areas like media plan mm. when we first started advertising there was only one doordarshan and only one chitrahar and one hindi feature film correct today if you look at the sort of choices that are available and the planning that needs to go into uh, you know buying um, time for clients so i think technology has really made a big difference in areas like media planning and buying because um, that is one area and then in terms of research uh, understanding consumer insights and using analytics mm. these are areas where i think um, technology has started to play a big big role 
So I'm now going to move to the next segment of our conversation, which is your books. Yeah, sure. Uh, please tell me about your books. Yeah, sure. So basically, there are uh, uh, three books, two in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to be a regular columnist for um, the business, Hindu business line. Mm-hmm. I used to write for years uh, for them, and uh, they had a, and I was I had a column called the Third Umpire mm-hmm. because. most of my columns have some reference to cricket simply because you know if you're reaching out to branding and advertising are generally niche sort of subjects so if you want to have a wider appeal uh, perhaps it makes sense to introduce uh, you know and many speak about books uh, should give you an anecdote some big clients of mine who are mds of uh, companies big companies etc would come for their launch because i would ask them and their spouses because they also friends would accompany them mm. and 3 uh, days later i get a call from the spouse saying sridha the book is really good i'm sure as well never had time to read it but so i tried to keep uh, the um, things conversational so um, a lot of the stuff which was there in my columns got featured in my books mm-hmm. um they were about branding advertising communication um and um, media and public relations so basically it was sort of anybody who came into advertising uh, on those days mm-hmm. it was felt it was good for them to read it mm-hmm. uh, the book in tamil was uh, interesting because uh, it was titled en vari tanni vari which is the rajnikanth line so again um, you know branding was becoming very popular in certain areas like coimbatore and tirupur because a lot of industry there mm-hmm. so uh, there's an interesting story about that book as well um, not Uh, i used to write for again this bigadan uh, they had a business publication and one big industrialist in coimbatore is talking in the car to his son saying i think we need to do some branding work mm-hmm. this driver uh, so so why are going all around the country you go to this person he writes this regular column in this uh, magazine i have read it it's good mm-hmm. and when i went and asked him who told you about this please don't get upset but it was my driver who told me <laughs> to to use you so okay. I, i i think uh, these were the three books that i have written and i'm in the process of uh, uh, writing a book on advertising and branding which is um, hopefully um, based on many of the experiences that i've had which will help uh, uh, you know budding brand managers and uh, marketers to avoid some of the mistakes that i think we did very nice and what are your thoughts on uh, personal branding this is a topic which has become very hot now yeah see i i think it's very important um, and uh, you know uh, i'll tell you my own story um, the risk of uh, sounding you know repetitive but mm-hmm. you know in those days if you were to build a personal brand and i'm talking of the early 90s you would write a column in branding could you whatever there was only one paper at that time and that would come after your 3 months of your writing and then you would send uh, you know clips or mail of that to other people mm. it was such a cumbersome process so today uh, thanks to social media and i'm i'm saying and i uh, encourage i do some sessions for my students as well mm-hmm. and for people whom we train mm. saying that it's a lot easier to build a personal brand online mm. but clearly you must define what your brand is all about so you must you need an expression as you will must have told uh, lots mm. of people mm. uh, you need to stand for something and you must uh, you know build expertise uh, in that area so for example 
uh, when I started out, one of the things I said is if people discuss branding in this country, they need to discuss me. Unfortunately, um, some people discuss the wrong things. But mm-hmm. seriously, if today a journalist um, wants to call, usually many of them call me on any new development. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, you might have seen that uh, two days ago, um, Ronaldo uh, removed the coke uh, from the thing. Yes. So somebody wanted to know something about that. So I think that means that you have to write, you have to teach. I I, I was teaching nearly 100 hours a, a year mm-hmm. for nearly 15, 20 years in different management schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to uh, write, you have to have a blog, you must, um, mm-hmm. you know, must be available for people for comments. Mm-hmm. So it is, um, some effort is required to build expertise. Mm-hmm. But I think there's tremendous value. And today it's a lot easier thanks to social media have a good LinkedIn uh, presence. Today, for example, I spoke to you about the celebrity endorsement mm-hmm. endorsers. Many of them are doing phenomenal work on Instagram, Correct. which is uh, the younger person's. Uh, so depending on what you need, uh, I personally do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn and uh, Twitter. Okay. But um, I think you can define your uh, social media strategy for your personal brand and um, take it from there. Fascinating. So Sridhar, I'm now going to move to the last segment of our conversation. There's sure. some questions for you personally. And we've got feedback that a lot of our viewers and listeners love to ask, love to get to know our guest a little more intimately. Sure. So I've got time for three questions for you. My first question to you is as a, as a, as a branding advertising guru, what are some of the core values you have always believed in? See, I think one of the most important things that I have felt was that if you really must like what you're doing. Otherwise, you know, the chances of being successful are very limited. I'll just give you a, a, a little of my background. I actually spent six and a half years working in a bank mm-hmm. before I went to IIM. And uh, every time while I was at, uh, in the bank, and I used to earn a lot of money, in, in case uh, you remember, bank officers were paid a lot of money. Right. And my father was very upset with me that I left the job to go and join IIM. But I was passionate about advertising. I would write ads and go and try to, you know, get a job in advertising Mm -hmm. agencies. Mm -hmm. And people would say, yeah, good, come start uh, on a zero salary when I was earning 1600 rupees, which was a hell of a lot of money at that time. Mm -hmm. And but I still persisted. In fact, I thought in IIM, whilst everybody was doing multiple things, I spent my entire uh, time doing courses in marketing mm-hmm. and they, those days libraries were big things so I used to do a lot of work in the library so I think the most important lesson that I would have is that be passionate about whatever you're doing and mm-hmm. then your chances of success become that much more very interesting uh, my next question uh, is what does success mean to you yeah so uh, this I used to have a boss called A.G. Krishnamurti who was the chairman and managing director of Mitra unfortunately he mm-hmm. is no longer there but he left a profound influence on me and he would always say chase reputation and money will follow mm-hmm. uh, if you chase money maybe that also will not come to you okay. I mean many of my colleagues who are uh, probably more cynical than me would say that this is his way of ensuring that your salary is not very high. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. uh, that's something that I feel very, very strongly about. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I learned was that, you know, I started life a bit late as a trainee in advertising at probably at the age of 30 or mm-hmm. 31. 
and many of people were way above me but over a period of time because of whatever i did many of them came to me for jobs and i overtook many of my classmates and things like that is the second thing i've learned is that try to look at the long run because you know i keep telling my children also you have to work till the age of 58 today mm-hmm. i'm 68 i'm still working so don't worry unduly about what's happening this year somebody got more money than me somebody is yeah. in more placement somebody got more than me mm-hmm. so i think a lot of young people get into um, you know emotional trauma around those things which are important at that point of time but you know i think taking a long term perspective is also something that i felt uh, was really useful to me mm-hmm. nice my last question to you and this is a question on failure um my latest book is on failure and my mm-hmm. hypothesis is that indian parents or south asian or asian parents don't teach children it's okay to fail we are always taught come first go to the head of the line and that manifests itself in our behavior patterns yet we fail and we learn my question to you is what have been some of your learnings from some of your mistakes see i think uh, you know the the problem and i think you've uh, hit the nail on the head when you talked about indian parents and everything and even if you look at um, you know the uh, little very limited management uh, literature we have mm. there will always be about the brands that were successful yeah. and did this and did that nobody will talk about their um, failures um, like for example i really believe that the greatest learning comes from learning what went wrong and i'll tell you a story about our times um, you know if you remember pons was one of the best yeah. marketing companies of our time and uh, if you went to tamil nadu the dream for talk is a way of life i mean many people including my mom would put powder on my face in the hope that you know i will become a little fairer mm-hmm. and pons was a byword as was holix incidentally so and then pons did what i think was unthinkable they a brought a toothpaste mm. and that was a big flop and i've heard this story uh, often enough in focus group discussions where this mailapur mommy was sitting there is saying uh, imagine putting what you put under your armpits into your mouth <laughs> i mean so i mean this was for the one of the best companies of the our time i mean was a leader in marketing mm. so all of us i think uh, make uh, mistakes uh i remember doing a campaign for a large electronics company which mm-hmm. later you know and and the guy who did it was is arguably one of the most creative people in india and we both goofed uh and like for example there there was a category we were doing work for whiskey and those days we didn't know much about mm-hmm. uh, the whiskey drinker so i think we are constantly uh you know in life there are opportunities to make mistakes ideally if you learn from other people's mistakes no. you're uh, lucky but uh i think we must build see this is another problem that i i've seen happening i don't know if it's an indian problem i haven't worked in any other places mm-hmm. but uh, nobody likes to hear bad news i agree you're starting uh, with you know people in power sometimes so mm-hmm. if somebody comes and tells you are you willing to listen to this problem mm-hmm. that's one of the things that i find senior management unfortunately is not really ready for so that's the reason why uh, failures kept you know, tend to be pushed under the carpet and we probably don't learn as much as we should from these uh, learnings very well said sridhar thank you so much it's been such okay. a pleasure and an honor speaking to you thank you for taking my me down 
part memory lane and part your amazing knowledge of the advertising and communication space. Thank you again and good luck. Thanks. Thanks, Ashish. It was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, we'll be in touch. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.